You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. is you taking the steering wheel of your life by the Spirit of God and determining the direction this vehicle will go. When a man decides to pray, he has taken the steering wheel. He has taken the steering wheel. He is not allowing circumstances determine which direction this vehicle will go. Are you ready to take the steering wheel? Are you ready to take the steering wheel? So, don't be quiet. Open your mouth and pray. Take charge and change the direction. If in the first half of the year, it was going a direction you did not want, this morning, amen, you have the opportunity to change it. If in the first half, it was going at a speed you didn't like, you have the opportunity this morning to accelerate. Open your mouth and begin to talk to God and pray and just express as it is in your heart this morning, amen. Matele Bosholo Broto Salabayebo Lemende Braduske Plotoso Bregadi Mandelegade Celebron Bredosca Patea Balegade Gadegade Jumando Lebolobosolo Broto Bayacatoya Bayea Lebando Lebosho Predicatoso Labanda Labacota Lebro Brigadi La Paton de Breduske Pleton de la Banda Lebro Brigadia Telebro Brigadi Gadegade Rabacondo Brus, Bergudo Salabar, Bergudo Bergadia, Telegade, Jopradon, Bergudo Bergadia, 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 Lamando brados que plotosa anda la bolo brega de gade gade Lamando le bolso predie que tesa le gade 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 Rabacula brando Jopratoma rataya balolo bolso le bahakataya gade 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 Lamando le bolso predio Le juca paton de bredis que plotosa la baia baia Rabakoba liba shata la bande la brigadia telegadegadegade. Robelobobobosobregadio telebrobregadia telebadegadegadegade. Rabahanda la bashalaba la gado shalabadegadegadegade. Juprato shalaba akato shalabadegadegadegadegadegade. Robahande le bosobregadia telegadegadegadegade. Le bahasha paluka badumba rea de alabayo. Rabando zubredis kapato shalaba aketeze. Leto Suleiman de Brados que plotoso. Le 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 bosso brigadia tela bolo bolo bosso brigadia tela bolo brigadia La ba la ba ba solo bro brigadia tela bolo brigadia tela bai. Ra ba 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 bolo brigadia tela brigadia brigadia brigadia. Ra ba Lebrando le bosso brigadia telebro brigadia telebro brigadia. Jo platosa labando le bosso brigadia telebroso. 
Lebrando le bosso brigadier, telebro brigadier. Je plateau parakatia, alaria. Le mende brando salabande la bolo le mende bradu gabadi gabadaya baria rabaya jupratia labala bababaye barobrigadia rabakato robrigadigadigadigadigadigadigadi rabakoto brigadia telabrobrigadigadigadigadi lamanda labashala balobrigadigadigadigadi rabakuma labashata yaba jupleto mande brigado bagadia haya 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 dia jupratoba rabakaye balobrobrigadi le mende brados kaplato salabale gadigadigadigadigadigadigadi ramando loboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroboroborobo
Le brende katoso bledie katoso brigadier telebranda laboso. Le mende bradie katoso brigadier talabaye. Le mende brados ke pletia baia. Le mende brandos brigadier telebalo baie bayo. Rata la pataya talate. Je plateau salabaya barabar gade 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 gade. Raba baba balo gade 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 gade. Roba la baro gade 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 gade. Je plateau salababa baba kubaye baye. In the name of Jesus. Someone say loud amen. A second time. Sit for a moment. Second Timothy 1 verse 6. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6. Paul was saying, I put you in remembrance. He was reminding them. That thou stir up the gift of God. Hallelujah. Which is indeed by the putting on of my hands. Now he was talking to a pastor. He was talking to someone that already has knowledge of scripture. He was not talking to an unbeliever. But he told him, I, wherefore I put thee in remembrance. That means it is possible for him to forget. A lot of times believers forget that they need to stay. Stay. Everybody say stay up. They need to stay up. Hallelujah. There is a deposit of God in you. That deposit will not change circumstances. It will not produce results until you stay it up. And prayer is how you stay it up. Hallelujah. He says, stay up the gift of God, which is in thee. It means that if you don't stay it up, it will lie dormant. The word translated stay means to rekindle. Because circumstances and situations in life can dull the fire. Amen. It's dying out. It's dying out. It's dying out. He said, now, there's a way to stay it up. Even in the Old Testament, we had a man called Samson. There are times where Samson will not feel like he is strong. Samson didn't, didn't need to feel like he was strong. He knew there was something in his life. So the Bible says that he will shake himself. Hallelujah. That means there's something he knew to do to put that thing upon him. And the anointing will come upon him. And he will begin to do superhuman things. Now, today, God has given us praying and praying in tongues. Amen. As one way, every believer can stir himself. Amen. Are we together? And then when you stir yourself, that gift of God, that deposit of God within you will be manifested. Glory to God. Now let me explain what it means by stirring yourself. What it insists, what, where, where the, what the picture is, you know, the next verse is where it says, For God has not given the spirit of fear, but the power of love and sound mind. That means that if you stir yourself, you will not be dull. You will not be afraid. You will not be timid. Amen. Now, what it means is this. Because we're going to stir ourselves up now. If you come into a meeting and they are praying, you don't say, well, they are praying today, just that today I don't feel like praying. No. You can feel like praying. I said you can feel like praying. I said you can feel like praying. I will never forget what Smith Wigglesworth said. It had blessed me many times. He said, when I wake up in the morning, I don't ask Smith how he feels. I tell him how he feels. I tell Smith, you feel good. You feel great. Are you understanding me? You, you will pray today. So you will not ask yourself how you feel. You will tell yourself how you feel. Amen. 
It means that stirring yourself means that you will, you know, in the Old Testament, they used to talk about um, the sackcloth and ashes, taking it off. Hallelujah. Those things that dull your spirits. The Bible calls it the, the, the spirit of, of gloom. Amen. Heaviness. So you say, oh, today that is prayer Sunday. Is the day that you say, um, I don't really feel like talking much. My brother, talk much. Today that is prayer Sunday. Then you come and then you start thinking of this, start thinking of that. That's a satanic distraction. So you will stare yourself. Hallelujah. What will you do? You will stare yourself. Now, even in, amongst the military people and all that and all that, there are times where they are just there and they are all standing there. Then the commandant or the commander or whoever is in charge of them comes and starts, you know, and then maybe they are even fighting. They are beginning to get weak. And they start shouting. They start chanting some war. You know songs? It's to stir them up. Hey! Ha! And, and it's to stir them up. Even the psalmist said, Oh, my soul, why art thou disquieted within me? Meaning that at that point he wanted to roar, but there was a quietness. Amen. It's not the quietness of the spirits per se. It's the quietness of circumstantial issues, of anxieties and worries. That's different. Today, you will shake it off. Amen. You will shake it off. Now, the, the worst time to keep quiet is when you're supposed to be talking. And the worst time to talk is when you're supposed to keep quiet. A lot of people make mistakes. They are quiet at the wrong times. And they are talking at the wrong time. Today, don't be quiet. It will be a wrong time for you to be what? Quiet. You will pray. If you say, um, um, I don't really know what to pray. Let me tell you something. It's better you are shouting. Hey, hey, hey. It is more of a blessing to you than keeping quiet. It's better you say, la, ha, 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 ha. It's better that there's an expression. Prayer is not just words. It is heartfelt expressions towards God. So sometimes prayer is not about what you say. Amen. It's that heartfelt expression. What long prayer did Peter pray when he was sinking? Did he pray a kind of lengthy prayer? No. When he was walking on water and began to sink, all he cried out was, Lord, help. And Jesus stepped in. Jesus did not say, um, he did not say in Jesus' name. Amen. Are we together? So today, don't be quiet. If how it is doing you is to shout, shout. If how it is doing you is to cry, cry. But make sure that your heart is venting. Amen. Alright? It's releasing something. Because the spirit of prayer comes upon you. What he does is to enable you pray. Amen. Enable you pray. To, to give you um, the push in your spirit. To talk. And then things start changing. So are you ready? Are you ready? Let's rise to our feet now. The first thing we are going to do is that we are going to shout. The reason we are shouting is to stir ourselves up. When you shout that shout, your spirit will wake up. Amen. There are some of you for weeks, for months, your spirit has been sleeping. Amen. This is the wake up call for your spirit. Are you ready? Tell your neighbor, your spirit will wake up. Amen. Your spirit is about to be stirred now. When we, as we shout, you start praying in tongues. Amen. If you don't pray in tongues, as we shout, start praying. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Shout! Glory! Barakatose. Mentelebayo. Leketusa. Barekatayabalo. Joprato. Pray. Leketoma. Rabakatose. Lemende brade ketosopayakate. Mendele boso brigadier teleboso. 
Le mande bradika taya lagadi. Jopratinde blende keto sobre gado. Le bande ekleto se le bende bradika tonde. Le mende brandon balika ton balon balos ebredi. Le mende bradika ton balon malo balos kateya. Le brando sobre gadiya tele bande bredi. Le brande se le baya bala bayo. Le brande ekete se le de 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 de. Le mende brando koto sobre gadi. Le brado bala baba ba kolobom bregadiya talaya. Zoplati sataya kateya baya. Branda kato balo 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 balo. Le brande kete se le de 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 de. Zopato melega dos bregadi. La mando le bosho le bond bregadi dos bregadi. La manda la baha baba baba ya. Barakato melebo sholobo yobo. Le mende bradi kato melebo. Jo mende bradi kete se le kade 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 kade. Le mende brano subregados, subregados, subregados kapaye. Palakataya talembolo boboso. Melebolo boboso. Demba legadia talabaya baba babaye. Le mende brano subregadia teleboro subregadia telekade kade 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 kade. Le mende brano subregadia teleboro subregadia telekade kade kade kade. Le mende brano skapleno subregadia telekade kade 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 kade. Le brano lebolo boboso subregadia telekade kade 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 kade. Rabando lebolo boboso kade 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 kade. Rabako balo baro bergadia tu bergadia 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 bergadia. Zopataya gabasobaye, zopataka taya bala baba baba. Lomende rakato bako bayeze. Lemando lo boso bergadia telebo. Lamahaya, zopletiya, melebando soketiya. Lebaros bergadia telelebo boso bergadia. Zopato bergadia telelelelelske. Radodom bergados bergadia telebo boso bergadia telelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
We are praying for the second half of 2018. We have entered that second half. I said we have entered that second half. So we are praying for the second half. And this is our prayer for the second half. He says, because we know that this extraordinary day is just ahead, we pray for you all the time. Pray that our God will make you fit for what he has called you to be. Pray that he will fill your good ideas and acts of faith with what? With his own energy so that it all amounts to something. Leave it at verse 11. So we just pray with verse 11. Now, let's read it together. I want to go. Because we know that this extraordinary day is just ahead, we pray for you all the time. Pray that our God will make you fit for what he has called you to be. Pray that he will fit your good ideas and acts of faith with his own energy so that it all amounts to something. Now this 2018, this second half, pray. Number one, that God will make you fit for what he has called you to be. Oh, you don't understand what that means. God can give you an assignment, but you've not allowed him to equip you for it. Amen. So he said that God will make you fit for what he has called you to be. The second prayer is that he will fill you. Some of you have good ideas. You know that these ideas are even from God. Great ideas. But those ideas and those acts of faith, God will fill it with his own energy. So that those things will amount to what? Something. Amen. They won't just end up by the corner. They will amount to something. July 1st to December 31st. This is your prayer. Open your mouth and pray these prayers for yourself. And pray, pray, pray for the second half of 2018. Oh, we give you glory. Thank you for the equipment, the fitting for that which you have called us to be. Hey, paron de bledos que pretia la gadia. In this second half, 2018, our prayer and heart desire, Lord, make us fit for what you've called us to be. Ribahando bredi que te solabo bradia kataya. Le mende bradus que pletus salabaha kataya. Jupletus elebon brigado brigadia telebos brigadia. Le mando la voz brigadia. Ribahakate baruske. Le mando brigadia telebos brigadia. Let the ideas, the good ideas in the second half, Lord, let the acts of faith in the second half be filled with your own energy. We pray that they will amount, they will all amount to something. All our ideas will amount to something. Our acts of faith will amount to something. Ribahando bredoske pretia kataya balu. Mende bradi kata solo bolo bregado bregadi. Jumende brados ke pletos ala ba katia. Melebron bregados bregadia tele gada 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 gadi. Lemando lo bolo bregadia tele gada 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 gadi. Rabakobaros ke pletos bregadi. Mandela bos bregados ka paya katia. Lemende brandos bregados bregado bregadi. La ba la ba 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 kobaleska. Rakatendo bregado bregado bregadi gada gadi. Lemando bregado 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 gada gadi.
Je plaisais à l'aide de l'aide In the name of Jesus. There are events lined up for this month of July in church. Amen. And those events are packaged for our benefit, for your benefit. Your prayer also is that those events that have been packaged, they will all amount to something for you. Amen. We can fix a prayer meeting and someone will come and not benefit. It has nothing to do with the prayer meeting. It has nothing to do with whoever was conducting the prayer meeting. The individual just did not receive. Are we together? Have you not seen people who go for a miracle crusade and go back sick? Yeah. It has nothing to do with the minister or the anointing in the place. It has nothing to do with that. The person just did not receive. Simple. Are you understanding me? So, the point I'm making here is this. That every event lined up for July in Renizer's Assembly, it will benefit you. That it will amount to something for you. Open your mouth and pray that prayer from the depths of your heart that every event, every event in this month of July, from the first day to the last day, packaged in Renizer's Assembly will amount to something for you. La ba 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 lo brega diga 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 manda la ba sholo bro brega diga 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 ba kato lo bro brega diga 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 In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. July to December, make us fit for what you have called us to be. Let everyone function with the equipment they require to fulfill destiny. We pray that from July to, to, to December, let our good ideas and acts of faith be filled with your own energy. And let these acts of faith and good ideas amount to something. Amen. We speak concerning the events lined up for July 2018 on the calendar. We declare that it will amount to something to every individual. Amen. It will amount to something for every family. Amen. It will amount to something for every organization Amen. represented here in the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe we receive. And let people say loud, Amen. Amen.
celebrate Jesus. Please be seated. This morning, I want to just drop something briefly in your heart. As we are praying through the month, I want to share with you what I've titled, Seven Things Prayer Will Do In You. Let's look at Ephesians 6 verse 18. There are certain things prayer will do in you, and I'm talking about internally. And there are certain things prayer will do for you, and there are certain things prayer will do through you. Amen. But today I just want to share what prayer will do in you. I said one time to someone, and I believe it came out in the message, that the greatest benefit from prayer is not necessarily what you received, the outward or the material thing you received, but what the prayer altered inside you, what it affected in you. Glory to God. There are inward benefits of prayer that sometimes might even outweigh the outward benefits that we get from prayer. Have you ever experienced that sometimes you're praying for an issue and it seems to take longer than you expected in the place of prayer? Because something is being altered within you that needs to, be, to, to line up with what is coming. Glory to God. Oh, I love what someone said. It was a blessing to me. He said, as it was in the case of Isaac, and Samuel and several ladies that were long waiting for a child. When something that God had promised you seems to take long, then there's something prophetic about it. Are we together? Most of the time. In Ephesians 6 verse 18, it says, Praying always. Everybody say, Praying always. Not sometimes. With all prayer and supplication in the spirits, and watching thereunto with all perseverance. That means, apart from praying always, you will persevere. Hallelujah. And supplication for all saints. This is the month where we will be praying always. With all prayer and supplication in the spirits. And I want to announce to you that what I'll be sharing with you this morning is what will be happening in you throughout this month. Hallelujah. As you yield yourself to pray. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4. The first thing prayer will do in you is to edify. Everybody say edify. Edification. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. is personal. Glory to God. So when we spend time this month praying, we will be edified. What does it mean to be edified? There are two sides to it. Number one, it's for your spirit to be charged to be stirred up. Hallelujah. 
to function. Did you hear me? The same way something that stores power loses power over time and then is charged so that it can be used. There's nothing wrong with the phone, but you can't use it to make a call. Why? The battery has run out. So what do you do? You charge it. Then the features of that phone, the function of that phone becomes useful to you. The phone is not bad. So, when you pray, you edify yourself. Amen. But a deeper, deeper meaning talks about how we build up, hallelujah, ourselves. That means that when you're praying, that lines up with Jude chapter 1 verse 20. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. At that point, he's not just talking about charging for function. No, he's talking about something higher than that. I love the amplified version of Jude one twenty. Give me the amplified. So it makes you clear that he's talking about building. He says, but you beloved, build yourselves up. Founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. That means when you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are rising. Amen. You are building your spirit up. Your spirit will tower over the circumstance. Did you hear me? There are certain things you are looking at. And there are mountains. They look bigger than you. Then you start praying in tongues. Your spirit rises above it. Amen. And sees it for what it is. Rise like an edifice. So, Edification. Let me say edification. That's the first thing prayer will do in you. It will edify you. It will edify you. Say it will edify me. So this month, we're going to enjoy what? Edification. Glory to God. I remember, you know, if, if you remember the scripture, um, we, we quoted that from 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4. The previous verse before it says, He that prophesied, is for the what? Edification, exhortation, and comfort. Hallelujah. That means that God wants us to be edified. He also wants the church to be edified. Glory to God. And how that edification takes place is by praying. We need to constantly be edified. In the same way someone can be brought down, so to speak. As someone can be built up. Someone can lose charge. As someone can build up charge. Amen. There are certain things you will expose yourself to or hear. Then you lose charge. Amen. Battery runs out. <laughs> but prayer is one way to edify your spirit. Lift your hand and say, I will edify my spirit throughout this month. That's number one thing prayer will do for you. Do in you. Amen. In you. This is inward. The edification is inside. Number two. What prayer will do for you? Do in you. I'd like you to open the scriptures to Colossians 1 verse 11 and then after that read Ephesians 3 16. In Colossians 1.11, let's read together, I want to go. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience 
and long suffering with joyfulness. Ephesians 3 16. That he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be what? Strengthened with might. The same thing. By his spirit. Where is he strengthening you? In the inner man. Hallelujah. Number two thing the Holy Spirit will do in you through prayer is strengthening you. Everybody say strengthening. Now, somebody don't understand what it means to be strengthened. Jesus was praying, and while he was praying, the Bible tells us that the, an angel came and what? Strengthened him. He's not just talking about physical strength. No. He's strengthened from his spirits. To continue praying. Hallelujah. Of course, his body also was strengthened. You read through the Bible, you see several times that people had to be strengthened to do what God wants them to do. Now, let me explain it to you this way. There are certain seasons in your life that adversity might arise. If your spirit is not strengthened, have you not read the scripture? If, if you faint in the day of adversity, he said your strength is small. Amen. So, for this second half, as you pray, you'll be strengthened. That means that anything that comes, you'll be standing. <laughs> some, people, some of you may not understand what I'm saying, but receive understanding in the name of Jesus. You can be promoted on your job. And then you're promoted. They've given you the papers, given you everything. You enter that office, but your spirit can carry the pressure of that new role. You start making mistakes. Some people will fall ill. Amen. Because see, there are different dynamics in the spirit. There are different dimensions. Amen. <laughs> are you understanding me? Have you not heard people, the, the guy was assistant manager, JJ, everything was fine. As he made the manager, he just died. Have you not heard those kind of things? You think that it's, it's a joke? No. The forces around that one, they're on another level. So, as you pray, the second thing prayer will do in you is that it will strengthen you. To strengthen you with might. Say strengthen with might. Say again, strengthen with might. Glory to God. To strengthen you. And we need that strength throughout this year. Is that strength of spirit that makes that we read go back to the Colossians one we read strengthened unto all patience with long suffering and long suffering with joyfulness unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness <laughs> that's a very deep statement that means that as you know some people don't know what patience is patience is not waiting in frustration that's not patience no. The Greek word there, patience, does not mean if somebody is waiting, you, you are sitting, they say, wait for me, and you sit there, say, oh, let him come now. No, that's not patience. That's not, there's no patience there. That's not patience. Hopomone. It actually means that you are continuing in waiting with joyful expectation. So there must be joy. If not, it's not patience. 
Glory to God. Are we together? So, he's saying, so you're waiting. The thing you are in faith for has not happened. But your spirit is strengthened to wait. You didn't hear me well. You didn't hear me well. Your spirit is strengthened to wait. What it means is that the temporary disturbances that are around you while you are waiting, your spirit is strengthened to go through them. Amen. Some people break down before the miracle comes. Some people lose it before the answer comes. Have you not read scripture? I think it was Hebrews 10, 36 or thereabout. He said, cast not therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Then I said, after you have done the will of God, you have need of patience. Amen. Alright? Go down. Next one. Say, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So, you can do the will of God, but because you didn't have patience, you did not receive the promise. Are you listening to me? Let me explain it this way. God can tell you, go to a social place and do this. He can even send you to a church. Go to a social church and do this. You go there. But because you don't have patience, the promise for which God told you to go there, you will not receive it. Hello? You have done the will of God. You have done what God told you to do. But you were not patient. Say, I receive patience. Say, patience is in my spirit. I am strengthened today in prayer to be patient. Our Bible reading today is James, right? No, we're in a new... We're in July. It's James 1. Amen. <laughs> Sorry about that. James chapter 1. That's, that's it. And in James 1, the first chapter is talking about faith and patience. <laughs> Amen. Faith and patience. Faith and what? Patience. He said, the trying of your faith worketh patience. And patience experience. Then he said, but let patience have a perfect work that you might be entire, wanting nothing. After that he said, but if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give it to every man liberally and upbraided not. Amen. Listen, what we are talking about here, patience and faith. You can, you can pray or act in line with God's word, but you are not patient to wait for it. There are some things that God has told you. It will not happen this year. You know, it will not happen this year. There are some that will happen this year, but you'll be patient. Amen. You'll be patient. So, that's strengthening. Is unto all patience and long suffering with what? Joyfulness. That joyfulness is very important, too. <laughs> it's very important. Ever tap your neighbor, say it in the Nigerian way. It's very important, too. <laughs> you know, when Nigeria say, oh, you know that there's emphasis. So, let me just go back to James. You know, I love how James started. You know, in the second verse, after he greeted in verse 1, he said, My brethren, count it all joy. <laughs> when you fall into what? Diverse temptations. Count it what? 
all joy. There's a translation. It says that consider it a thing of great joy. I believe it's amplified or New Living Translation. Say, consider it a thing of great joy. <laughs> that means that the attitude when you're going through trials is joy. Amen. There must be joy. Glory to God. Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Hallelujah. New Living Translation. So, I don't know what you are going through now. It's an opportunity for great joy. I say it's an opportunity for great joy. You know why you're not saying the amen well? Go back to verse 3, amplified version. Amplified version. Uh, sorry, um, King James version. Go back to verse 3. He said, count it all joy. Then he said, knowing this, that means there's something you should know that will make you count it all joy. That the trying of your faith, that thing that is happening, something is coming out of it. I said that thing that's happening, something is coming out of it. Yeah. When you know something is coming out of it, you will count it what? All joy. He said, Satan, bring it on. Something is coming out of this. <laughs> and I receive what is coming out of this. I receive it. Glory to God. That's the only reason why I can count it all joy. <laughs> so I'm strengthened. The second thing prayer will do in you is that what? It will strengthen you. What's the first thing prayer will do in you? It will what? Edify. There's the second thing. It will strengthen. The third thing is in Ephesians 6 verse 19. I have several other scriptures, but I'm just giving you key scriptures. Ephesians 6 19. The third thing prayer will do in you. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly. Everybody say boldly. boldly. Say again, boldly. boldly. To make known the mystery of the gospel. The third thing prayer will do in you is that it will embolden you. Say it will embolden you. Let me preach to your neighbor. Say it will embolden you. If your neighbor is not receiving it, say it will embolden me. Boldness. Acts chapter 4, verse 13, 29, and 31. Look at 13. Now, when they saw what? The boldness of Peter and John. Remember Peter? You remember Peter? Peter is the one that will say, be going, I'm coming. And he will not show. But now, they saw their boldness. They perceived they were unlearned men, unlearned and ignorant men. So their, their, their boldness was not as a result of education. Are you understanding me? No. It was not something intellectual. Then they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. It was a boldness of the Spirit. Let me say, boldness of the Spirit. 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all what? Boldness they may speak thy word. Why are they praying for boldness? They're praying for boldness. 31. Let's read together. I want to go. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and did what? 
They speak the word of God with what? Boldness. That means there are some people that speak the word of God with timidity. I want to, I want to preach. You want to what? Sorry. I'll just greet you. Say, excuse me, sir, don't be angry. I just want to see whether I can share something with you about what Jesus Christ has done in your life. You, you want to preach to me? You say you want to preach to me. Say, no, sir, I apologize. <laughs> boldness. Listen, don't misunderstand it. Boldness is not arrogance. So. Boldness is not arrogance. Just as humility is not timidity. Did you hear me? A timid person is different from a humble person. Are you listening to me? A proud person is even for a bold person. A bold person is meek. It's not pride. He's not saying it because he's full of himself. No. He's saying it because of a sufficiency that God has granted him. Listen. This second half, if you are not bold, what is yours will be taken from you. It's boldness that makes a man confront circumstances. Amen. <laughs> I didn't want to share this. I just remembered. Because now we're on live stream, you know, and all that. But I'll, I'll say it this way. I was invited late at night where I used to live years ago. I was single at that time. And at night they banged on my door. Pastor, come out, come out, come out. So I came out. They said, come to our house. And they were my neighbors, so I went to their home. And one small witch. <laughs> Tormenting their home in the night. She was doing some kind of things that <laughs> the father of the house <laughs> is the one that even ran out of the house and came to call me. So, I just barely woke up, walked, came out, you know, to see what was going on. I went into the living room and they were all scared. And the lady was manifesting in their sitting room. <laughs> May Satan not take over your sitting room. <laughs> At that time, it's not... See, there's a difference between... See, boldness is not gara-gara. No. Satan knows gara-gara more than you. Boldness <laughs> is a virtue of the spirits. So I walked in there. I said, "What's happening?" The girl said, "What's happening?" Some of you already know where I'm going. The father of the house. I hope you are not watching this. Sorry if you are watching it. <laughs> you know it happened. Put his Bible on his head. So that the demon will not enter him. 
And now, to show you, fear is a bad thing. Fear. (laughs) Fear will paralyze you the same way boldness will strengthen you. Fear. He's talking to me. You know, that's what makes me laugh. This is somebody that might see you during the day. I say, a young man, come here. In the night, now you are calling me, man of God, come. <laughs> you know? Are you understanding me? You know all these people? They will pee in their pants. <laughs> I was not married then. So he put his Bible on his head. He's talking to me. He said, Pastor, we were sleeping. Then, and he's trying to balance it, letting off fall. <laughs> Big man, oh, I answered him. Then, we were. Then she now came like this. Then, <laughs> that's why I'm teaching you this thing. Learn it. Don't be there arguing what you don't know. Amen. Learn this thing. Amen. <laughs> Say, you, sit down. (laughs) You cannot operate here. Father, we thank you for this house. (laughs) Can I go back and sleep? No drama. Say, hi. The man that is paying the girl's salary, she did not hear his voice. This is not about money. It's not about salary. It's spiritual authority. Boldness! That's what will give you the audacity to go there in the first place. A lady was raving mad, violent. 1995. They came to call me. Young lady. And I thought she was, uh, where is she, where is she, where is she? I just got to her. I said, where is she? They just pushed me inside and closed the door. (laughs) Because they didn't want her to come out. So, it's either she will come out or I will come out. <laughs> and that devil was not joking. Wasn't joking. Wasn't joking. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the person is just lying down like a cat that just drank milk. Boldness. I said boldness. I said boldness. This is the third thing prayer will do in you. Boldness. And you need it this second half. I said you need it this second half. 
This boldness is not just against forces of darkness. There are certain places you will go that they want to intimidate you. Amen. If the boldness of the Spirit doesn't rise up, you won't do what you're supposed to do. Praise the Lord. Some people can say, oh, I, I, I don't, can't talk in public. Oh, I feel shy. I can't talk in public. Then the spirit of boldness comes upon them. And you don't even recognize them anymore. Amen. Maybe you have your defense or some kind of defense you're supposed to do coming up. You need the spirit of boldness. You know, there are some professors that will just be looking at you. The way they kept their, their glasses, just looking at you. It's like they're x-raying your destiny. Are you understanding me? You have not said talking. They already, it's the way they're looking at you, they're like, fool, talk. <laughs> Are you understanding me? So, you already feel foolish. Am I communicating? You say, good, 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 good night. No, sorry, good morning. Um, it's afternoon, good afternoon. They just look at each other. And they didn't answer you. Further killing your spirit. Even forget what you came for. I came to present this paper. But if people don't want me to present it, I can go and come back tomorrow. <laughs> but not anymore. Amen. In these months of prayer, glory to God, boldness will rise in your spirit. Boldness will rise in your spirit. We're traveling from Benway State. Boko, I was driving back to Port Harcourt. Somewhere in the east, terrible road, bad road. We had delays because our tire blew up somewhere, so we were delayed for about an hour or two. So we would have passed that place, but we were there in the pitch of the night, of the dark. No, sorry, we had a problem with our AC. As we were trying to navigate, our tire just blew. The village, we previous village before us is like 15 minutes back. The next village is like 15 minutes ahead. By driving, that's speed. No light, nothing. Dark. That's when you remember, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. You remember it. Two brothers were with me. I came down. As it happened, the tire blew. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I tried to move the car off where it happened. As I opened my door, I can't explain what happened, but I know it's spiritual. 
Years back, as a young child, my dad and I and were traveling by road to the north. And we had a similar circumstance that happened. And my dad came down from the car, opened the door, and came down. And I just saw him take charge of things. You know, that kind of thing. Like, we were afraid about what happened. But when my dad came down and did what he did and all that, we were comforted. As I opened the door, it was like that same spirit came upon me. The way my dad came down is how I came down. <laughs> Are you understanding me? It's just the same way I came down. And those days when my dad is driving, he'll be praying in tongues. Are you understanding me? I just came down. Then we saw some guys in the forest, bush. There's no village there. It's only a car that would have dropped them. Are you understanding me? So what are they waiting for? They were smoking. Boldness came upon us. I said, go and call those guys. <laughs> People that are waiting maybe to even rob somebody. Amen. Go and call them. And the brother going to call them. They said, who are you? You're coming here. He said, shut up. Keep quiet. Say, come and help us. When the guys that were in the bush came out, eh? They were bigger than all of us. <laughs> Ask. Jonathan was... Jonathan, remember? He was... Come, come, let them see you. So you know that Jonathan is not a small person, alright? So you see, he was with me on that journey. Is he a small person? You remember that day very well. Now, the car I was using, brand new at that time, so we had never taken out the tires. None of us could pull it out. Those guys, one hand. Yeah! <laughs> you will know they have been doing these kind of things. We were alone with them in the dark. They helped us. Did everything, fixed the new tire. I prayed for them. We entered the car and left. <laughs> Boldness of the Spirit. Thank you. Without boldness, Satan smells fear the way dogs smell fear. They start coming. A dog will start barking. Have you not seen people are just passing? Many people have been passing, everybody has been passing. Then somebody will say, Oh, your dog. <laughs> As that, that person just enters the gate, the dog says, Dog that was not barking since. <laughs> yes, this one is afraid. <laughs> That's just how Satan is. He smells fear. Praise the Lord. But we are going to function with that spirit of boldness. Amen. But there are people that when they are coming, say, ah, that one is not afraid. Though. Allow him. <laughs> He's not afraid. <laughs> He's not afraid. Number four thing that prayer will do in you. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7.
Let's read Philippians 4, 6-7 together. Want to go? Be careful for nothing. Verse 7, continue. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep. Number 4, peace. Prayer will produce peace in you. Peace within you. Peace. No anxieties, no worries. Peace. One of the signs of having, not having prayed for a long time are anxieties and worries. Hallelujah. But once you pray, Peace rises from within you. So this is the fourth thing that prayer will do in you. To give you peace. Peace from within. Peace that passes all understanding. That means it transcends what someone can explain. Amen. You you, you say, um, why, why are you so calm? You know, there are several reasons why someone can be calm. Hello? A man's daughter was in the hospital. And the wife was really troubled, walking up and down, you know, and all that and all that. And the man was just sitting down, calm. And she was angry that the man was calm. How can you be calm when our daughter is sick? Someone can be calm because they are foolish. They don't know the weight of what is going on. Are you with me? There are some people that the reason why they are not worried about what's happening in the country is that they don't even know anything. Are you understanding me? So what's their business? It's just like you're explaining to the child now. Ah, um, you know, the value of the thing is just looking at you. What's his business? Hey, if you talk, you say, um, can I have ice cream? Because he doesn't know the weight or the value of the problem, so to speak. The consequence of that. So he's calm. Now, this peace of God is not because you don't know. Amen. No. It's because of something else you know that is higher than that problem. Amen. So when you spend time praying, it will work peace in you. And that peace will keep your hearts and minds. When that peace is at work in you, it, it is therapeutic. I said the peace is therapeutic. It means that it has healing potential. You can't have that peace and have high blood pressure. Are you listening to me? No, you can't. Hey, these days I see young people under 30 say, oh, my BP, oh, my BP. You don't play with things like that. Amen. You don't talk yourself into trouble. Did you hear me? Don't talk yourself into trouble. 
You start prophesying BP, BP will come. Amen. So that peace comes as a result of prayer. And all of a sudden, there's no high blood pressure. There are no palpitations. Amen. So I say, they've not paid also. My, my right ventricle. <laughs> because they've not paid your salary. How much is the salary? If they even pay you that salary, the way you even go, it cannot even treat the problem you are creating for it. Amen? Are you listening to me? It can't treat the problem you are creating for it. Let me stop my visa. Let me stop my visa. You will come in nice. Visa, visa, visa. <laughs> no! Allow the peace of God. Amen. Reign in your hearts. The reason why sometimes we spend time praying for long is to capture that peace. To have a hold of that peace. Some of you have heard about note of victory or something like that. The two things are either peace or joy or peace and joy. Amen. We have peace. Now you can go and do every other thing. Say, I receive peace. In this second half, say, I receive peace. Number what? Where are we now? What's the first one? What's the second one? What's the third one? The fourth one. Number five. Colossians 4 verse 12. The will of God. Hallelujah. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Prayer will align your spirit with the will of God. It will align your spirit with the will of God. Every believer's spirit is not necessarily aligned with the will of God. It takes me a long time to explain that. God's will can be left and you are aligned right. Amen. Because your mind is not renewed. Or you've refused to be persuaded by the word of God to you. Have you heard people say things like, eh, I know God said I should stay in that place, but if they do me anyhow, I will go. Are you not seeing the foolishness in the talk? Say, so when I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Anytime he talks like that, he's refusing. See, your spirit will be bent in the direction of your words. You didn't hear me. There are some people, their spirits are not erect. It has hunchback. You can deceive your own heart. 
Time will fail me to teach you that. But study it. James 1. It's somewhere in James 1. So you can talk yourself out of God's will. But prayer, as you keep praying, what the Spirit of God does is that He aligns your spirits to the will of God. He aligns your spirit to the will of God. It is slightly different from what Romans 8 was saying, where it says it's aligning circumstances to the will of God for you. That's different. Are you listening to me? All things work together for good is what I'm talking about. Amen. Your spirit has to be aligned to the will of God. You pray the prayer today now. Huh? That he will make you fit for what he has called you to be. Amen. That is aligning your spirit to the will of God. Hallelujah. That's what you just pray. Second Thessalonians 1.11, message translation. Pray that he will make you fit for what he has called you to be. That's aligning yourself with the will of God. So, if God has called me to pastor, I cannot keep saying, hmm, I don't like this pastoring thing, no. I don't like this pastoring thing, no. I, as long as I keep saying it, I'm shutting out something from happening in my life. Are you listening to me? I know, I know, God has called me to do this kind of thing, but, stop talking like that. Now, this is, Extra on the message. It's not about prayer. Amen. Stop talking like that. Some people say that, you know, you know, so a, a, a guy called me on the phone and then he said, Man of God, um, God has called me to follow you. But you know, I'm older than you. And um, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I didn't say anything to him. I said, I've heard you. Have you finished talking? He said, yes. I said, thank you. I don't want to say what was in my mind. It's in pidgin English. Listen. How foolish can that be? Imagine Peter. Jesus was about 30. Yeah? When he began his ministry. He did his ministry for three and a half years. Yeah? As I am now, I'm much older than Jesus was. <laughs> Amen. Much, much older. <laughs> then Peter and the rest of them, they were older than Jesus. Imagine Peter say, um, Jesus, I know you are the Messiah. <laughs> but you see, in our culture, <laughs> in our culture, you'll be there doing culture. <laughs> align yourself. Tap your number and say, align yourself. Allow this prayer season to align your spirits. With the will of God.
Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a disciple, one of the, not twelve at least, but one of the followers. She was in the upper room, 120. They say, ah, my son, why will I be going for his meeting? Someone that I baited naked. <laughs> Are you listening to me? That's just how it is. You have to accept it. Listen, you cannot align yourself if you don't accept. If God says something, the first thing is to accept it. Someone, you're sitting there arguing with the virgin birth. Arguing with the virgin birth. You have to accept it. It's not for explanation. Say, so, okay, let's, let's, let's look at this thing now. You know, let's, let's, let's analyze uh, the gynecological... <laughs> He's speaking English. He said he was born of a virgin. My brother, accept it. So, understand spiritual things and learn to accept them. When you accept them, it's easier to stay aligned. But you've not accepted it. You won't be aligned. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can God tell you to go to a city you don't want to go to? Yes. Should I look for trouble? Can God tell you to marry someone you don't like? Yes. Yes. Because sometimes you don't like the person because you don't have sense. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. My problem with him is that I am taller than he is. Uh, uh, I know that he has money, but money is not everything. You are hungry, you are talking. <laughs> now listen, the Spirit of God will never force you. He will never force you. He will keep making you see reasons why that's why he wants you to do that. You can resist him. But now you say, okay, so should I marry him without like him? No. Like him first. Hello? So deal with like and not liking is different from. I just, you know, you can just. Hello? There's somebody you liked yesterday, you don't like again today. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's your own problem. Are you understanding me? It's your problem. Some people don't just like people that maybe don't have hair on their head. Stand up now. Now, let's assume that he keeps his hair, right? Eh? And then he just decides that. I'm going to skin it, man. <laughs> and then he takes it off. He used to like him. Then I say... Uh, Atombi, why did you cut your hair now? I said, I just want to cut it. I don't like it, I beg. <laughs> Is it your problem? It's the person's problem. Thank you, sit down. And then, after then, you say, uh, since he cut his hair, I beg. <laughs> He's still the same person he was before he cut his hair. You are the one that has wahala. So what God will do with you 
It's like, okay, what's the problem with hair? No hair. No, ah. The Arabs that came to us when we were children, <laughs> they came without hair on their head. That's the problem. God will even tell you. That's why I told him to cut his hair. So that you will deal with that matter now. But you should like them before you marry them. Amen. Did you hear me? You should. You should. Some things you don't like, you are the one that is supposed to correct it. Say, my brother, why don't you so comb your hair? I so comb into your life. (laughs) And then for the first time, he will comb his hair. You will not like him. (laughs) The sister might be a wonderful sister. But there's this eyelash that you don't like. And then she's talking to you, chewing gum. You say, no, 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 no. I don't like this. Maybe you are the one to correct it. He said, come, sit down, sit down. How are you? This, da, 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 da. Uh, this, uh, there are other ones, so. <laughs> They're not as wicked as this one. <laughs> And you would have corrected something. And she said, hey, all my friends told me it was fine. They are not your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you are the first person telling me, I will never wait again. You'll be amazed. How quickly a person will drop it. But because of that, you say you don't like the person. Receive wisdom in Jesus' name. Say, I receive wisdom. So prayer will work with you. It will make you align yourself with the will of God. Where are we? Now we get to number 6. Colossians 1.9. I'll take that one. We'll stay in Colossians for a while. King James, please. Let's read King James. Let's read together. I want to go. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Ever say spiritual understanding. Number six, prayer will give you spiritual understanding. Spiritual what? Understand. Spiritual understanding is different from mental understanding. Some of you are very good. You know calculus. You know how to integrate, differentiate. And you know all those things. You have understanding of those things. You know, someone could be um, a student that never did um, um, engineering maths or something like that. And then you are trying to explain it to him. He can't understand it. He can't put it together. In the same way someone is into those things. And then you are trying to explain to him poetry or literature. Just can't get it. What, what, uh, what does that mean? 
Have you seen people at work that some people are just standing there and they're like, wow, what a beauty. And I say, why is this red here? What is this thing? Amen. He can't appreciate it. There's such a thing as spiritual understanding. Having understanding of the word and things of the spirit. Amen. Are we together? Things of the spirit. Understanding them. If someone doesn't give himself to prayer, he will never have that understanding of spiritual things. That ones always talk anyhow. Remember when the prophet prophesied and said, by this time tomorrow, this and this will be this amount. Remember that prophecy in, in, in the kings? A man that walks with the king said, uh-uh. even if God opened the window of heaven, how can that thing happen? You said, use your head. Since he wanted to do common sense revolution, the prophet said, you will see it. You will now know it's common sense not to talk to the prophet. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You will not eat of it. The man didn't have spiritual understanding. Amen. And you can be a Christian for 100 years. If you don't yield yourself to the trainings of the spirit, you will not have spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding is not interpreting things based on your senses. Hello? What is this color? What's this other one? How are you interpreting it? By sight. If I told you to close your eye and I say, lick it, what's the color? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> if I say, lick it, what's the color? Will you know the color by licking it? That means that that sense of taste cannot interpret that information. Are you listening to me? It cannot interpret that information. You need the sense of sight to interpret that one. We close your ears. We shut your eyes. And then we start playing a song. You say, bring out your tongue. Taste the song. Can your sense of taste interpret the music? No. In the same way that we have physical five senses, we have also spiritual faculties that help us interpret spiritual things. Are you listening to me? We have spiritual faculties, just as spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, that helps us interpret spiritual things. So you can tell that, okay, okay, why is this service like this today? You will know the interpretation. But the one that doesn't know spiritual things will be complaining. Eh? Uh, why, why? 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 Because you're always interpreting things in the natural. Until later, they say, okay, okay, now I understand, now I understand. The understanding they have now is that they have seen something physical. Are you with me? Yeah. Say, I receive spiritual understanding. So, praying will help you have what? Spiritual understanding. The case of Elisha, the prophet, when they came to arrest him, and soldiers were all over the place, and his servant was afraid. Why? He didn't have spiritual understanding. He said, they've come to arrest us. And then the prophet said, no, they that are with us, amen, are more than they that are with them. That's spiritual understanding. He was talking about something he was sure about. Hallelujah. 
that man that came and I said, go home and come back tomorrow, you are well. That's spiritual understanding. There was no physical, I didn't come with any instruments to test or check him. Are you understanding me? I knew he was well. The lady that had HIV AIDS that came, and then I laid down to her and ministered to her, and I told her, I said, you are healed. She left. I said, but I need you to do a, check, a, a test. I need to do a test and bring the result back to me. I knew that she was healed. Amen. But I had not done any blood test. Amen. How did I know that? It's spiritual understanding. So, the sixth thing prayer does for you, I'm saying, is giving you what? Spiritual understanding. Number seven. Verse 10. Colossians 1.10. Should I leave seven for next week? Amen. <laughs> Let's read this together. I want to go. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. You can add on our scripture, John 15 verse 5. But now, fruitfulness and productivity. I will say fruitfulness and productivity. Now, if somebody is praying, they will be fruitful. You will be fruitful in every good work. You will be fruitful. Someone can say, I don't know, Pastor, I'm praying, nothing is happening. I said, then you are not praying right. Amen. <laughs> so I said, come, let's see what you're doing. And by the time we looked, we saw that, you know, hallelujah. Because it will produce fruitfulness, productivity. In your spirit. Fruitfulness in your spirit first. Productivity in your spirit. These first are not outward things. They are things that happen within you. You embark on a project. It's fruitful. Hallelujah. It works out. It turns out right. Your spirit is producing results. The Bible talks about the blessed man. He will bring forth fruits. Amen. So you are fruitful. Say, I'm fruitful. So let's take it from the top. What's the first one? So this second half, and this month of July, what's going to happen to you when you pray? You'll be what? What's the second thing that will happen to you when you pray? What's the third thing that will happen in you? You'll be what? Emboldened. What's the first thing that will happen in you? You have peace. What's the f- number five thing? What? You'll be aligned with the will of God. Your spirit will be aligned with the will of God. What's the sixth thing? You will have spiritual understanding. What's the seventh thing? Let's rise and pray about these seven things. Just open your mouth and pray. Look through your notes and begin to pray for these things. And say, Lord, throughout this month of July, let these seven things begin to manifest in my life in the name of Jesus. I pray for edification. I pray, begin to call one after the other. Just pray about these things. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith 